Are you thinking, is this it? Waking up in the morning and ugh, I have to go to work? When is it going to end? If you ever wonder why we ask questions during our podcasts. Nah, you just listen for the free tips. We ask questions for you to get coaching without paying the expense of a private coach and for you to get help right away because the world needs you to be better. And now it's even easier for you to get the inspiration you need to make your life and relationships meaningful with the Building Better Relationship Journal and Meditation your personal coaching journal that finds the gold in you that makes life joyful and, yes, worth getting out of bed every morning, along with the Building Better Relationships meditation that attracts the energy and love you want in your life. What are you waiting for? Yeah, baby, this is it. Live love now. To learn more and to purchase the Building Better Relationships at Home and Work Journal and Meditation, go to https colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash bbr journal. That's https colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash bbr journal. You can find the link in the show notes. better relationships at home and at work for people who have more than enough on their plate. Two coaches dangling the possibility of finding joy in your relationships. Do you dare to consider life can be better? Have a listen and tell us why. Oh my gosh, Patty. I can't stop thinking of Michael from the office. (laughs) Yes, he is quite a character. How many of us out there have been a Michael in the workplace sometime or another? I think I'm a Michael all the time. (laughs) Today, Patty and I are going to explore leadership in the workplace. Patty is a leadership and work-life balance coach who specializes in helping managers and supervisors Patty also has a monthly mini podcast called Exploring Life and Work with Patty from Chaos to Calm. <sighs> this podcast is for you if you are a manager or supervisor who focused who is focused on your career for years and now wants to live a more purposeful and balanced life outside of work. And the mini podcasts episodes inspire life and work strategies to maintain sanity within your busy day from chaos to calm. So in today's podcast, we're going to share how leadership helps relationships in the workplace. And Patty's podcast, Exploring Life and Work, explores specific issues for managers and supervisors directly. And we'll have the link for that podcast in our show notes. Thank you, Angela. In In case you haven't seen The Office, the U.S. TV show, Michael's character does everything you are not supposed to do as a leader, according to the human resources departments. In the pilot episode, he makes inappropriate jokes around the office, tells the staff about 
corporate downsizing in a group meeting and promises that they won't be affected. He fakes firing his receptionist and makes her cry and then says he was joking. Another thing he did is while his receptionist was eating her lunch, he started to tell her about finding a lump in his private area. Now, this was TMI, too much. He encourages staff to behave towards each other, misbehave towards each other, and so much more. He pretty much breaks all the HR rules. So, Angela, do you think Michael from the office is a good leader? And in what way is he a good leader? And in what ways do you feel he could do better? Thank you so much for letting me talk about Michael. I just, I, I get inspired by him as a leader. So many times he makes me laugh. And Michael's character is played by the actor Steve Carell. So I think Michael's leadership skills actually draw on the actor's skills to make himself the centre of attention and draw people in and be vulnerable as that centre of attention. So he's drawing them in and being vulnerable at the same time. And one example in an episode is where Michael just takes over a meeting from one of his HR people and he changes the the meeting. He starts asking questions that are personal and real, not the boring HR protocol questions. And we all know what those HR trainings are like. We have to learn company procedures and the workers just respond the way the boss wants them to reply and they're really boring. So Michael says, no, 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 you can't do it like this. You're doing it all wrong. And he tells the group that they can say what's really on their mind and there is nothing in the room that can be unacceptable, nothing. And even one of the workers says, are you sure nothing? And, and he says, yes, yes, absolutely, everything's acceptable. So she starts to tell him about her intimate relations with one of their business partners. And then Michael keeps encouraging her to tell more. It's completely against company protocol, but Michael keeps allowing his team members to be more exposed and flawed and um, honest, too honest. And over time, because he keeps doing this, he actually builds a closeness in the team. So, Patty, to answer your question, I think one of the ways he does be an effective leader is building that closeness, even to the point where it's your personal relationships. And much later in the series, some of those workers actually want to leave the company to work for Michael instead. There's a sense of bonding that Michael creates, which in spite of him being completely flawed, even out of touch with reality, he actually allows people to be part of a group. Everybody has a place. Everybody feels they're important. Well, thank you, Angela, for sharing a different way to look at Michael's character and reflecting that his staff did love him and even wanted to follow him and continue to work with him. That is true leadership, being flawed, being authentic, letting staff talk honestly to you about things and still want you as their leader when you are gone is priceless. So, Patty, can you help us with some questions to ask yourself and reflect on 
if you're in a leadership role or thinking about pursuing a leadership position? So one of the first questions that I would ponder and think about is, how do you speak to others? The next question is, is do you enjoy working with others? Are you a team player? Are you willing to be accountable for other people's actions? That's a big one. Are you ready to hold yourself responsible for your actions and admit when you are wrong and apologize when needed? Are you ready to give honest, constructive feedback to staff members? Are you dedicated, dependable, trustworthy, ethical, and loyal to your company and your employees? So how do you feel after answering these questions? Being accountable for yourself and others is not something to take lightly. There are times when mistakes happen and you have to accept the consequences for those mistakes and not blame everyone else around you. But take responsibility, even when it's not you. It's one of your staff members who did it. Learn from it and move on. Believe me, I know this is hard. We tend to overthink it and beat ourselves up when we make mistakes. But reflecting on what happened as a lesson learned helps ease the process and strengthens relationships with yourself and others. So that gives us a lot to think about if you're going to go into leadership. You really need to ask yourself these hard questions. Angela, how do you think Michael from the office would answer these questions? I I really laughed when you asked, uh, do you enjoy working with others? (laughs) Michael lives to work with others, but he, I don't know if everybody does. Dwight is another character that Patty and I love. And Dwight, I don't, I think he, he also needs to work with others, but I don't know if he enjoys it, (laughs) but he needs it. And Michael would often deflect responsibility but not by making people small, well, not intentionally. He would tell them they need to lighten up, look at things differently, and Michael often avoids the problems at hand and just comes to the problem from a completely different angle. I think Michael was actually quite wise because he was foolish. He didn't see a problem as a problem but as an opportunity to connect with people and see how to make people feel more included And while his feedback to his workers may be completely off the mark, he would also fight for them when it came to keeping their job, keeping them together, defending them to the higher-ups. He was very courageous when it came to protecting people's role in the office. I'm not really sure he gave constructive feedback. (laughs) But his feedback would make people look at a situation differently so that they would feel more relaxed. And in their feeling relaxed and the way he spoke to them, he never made that person the problem. Well, sometimes he did. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But the workers, um, I think he gave a context where the workers found their own solutions Mm -hmm. or just kept on doing what they did because his solution was just not something feasible. (laughs) 
So perhaps Michael's version of honesty was to let people know that it was okay that they were not as good as him and he still appreciated them and that they were fine the way they were and he valued their friendship more than what they offered in terms of their work. (laughs) So he put people above work. And I think Michael's version of honesty worked on the basis that his flaws were out in the open. Everybody in his team was equal and they just weren't as good as him at sales (laughs) and at being the centre of attention or the fun guy. He was the, the king of being fun and they couldn't take that. I don't know if he would apologise, Patty, but he certainly Mm -hmm. would acknowledge people and their skills instead of making them wrong. So, Patty, what are some strategies to assist people in their leadership journey? Take time to learn and reflect on your experiences, whether they are good, bad, or ugly. Ask others in leadership roles you admire to mentor you, coach you, or teach you what they know. Don't underestimate the importance of having a good coach or mentor in your life to assist you along the way. Having a good leader to follow is priceless. Invest in hiring a certified professional leadership coach. Listen to leadership podcasts and read a variety of books and blog post articles on leadership. Attend leadership conferences, seminars, and training classes. Leadership is an ongoing process of sometimes making mistakes and learning from these mistakes and choosing to not make them again. Here's some questions to reflect on. Reflect back on your working experience with your previous bosses. What did you like about their leadership style? What did you not like? What makes a good leader? And how does a good leader create leaders in others? Build a trusting environment. Give opportunities for employees to learn new tasks and give them clear verbal instructions with written procedures. When a situation arises, be truthful. Come up with the right solution together. Acknowledge good work performance, accept and give feedback on what could have been done better and accept feedback on what you could do better. And always give feedback of the good things that happen. Share policy changes in person and written form so you can listen and answer questions and concerns. Be open to answering employees' questions and concerns. Care about the job in a positive way and value your staff and coworkers. This is the most important thing. Take your vacations and get away from your duties physically and mentally from time to time and train your staff to be efficient while you are out of the office or on vacation. You don't need them calling you to make decisions. Mm -hmm. You need that time away so that you can come back refreshed and do a good job and be kind to your employees. (laughs) Do self-care regularly. And stop checking your email in the middle of the night. Now, 
I need to continually work on this one myself. So, Patty, can you share what is a good leader? A good leader listens even when they don't agree and has the ability to explain their outlook and why and change their mind when a good suggestion or feedback is given. Let go of your pride. Pride doesn't help has a talented way to give constructive feedback without deflating the employee, holds others accountable for their actions, and holds himself accountable as well. The ability to communicate the strategic plan and goals for the future of the team, this helps them know where they're going. Motivate and encourage team members to obtain these goals with leadership and team building skills. A good leader is trustworthy, honest, ethical, loyal, dedicated, and dependable. They coach, mentor, and respect their employees and want them to succeed within their organization. They are upfront about difficult, uncomfortable situations. Subordinates are not guessing or assuming what they really meant. These are the traits, I believe, that make a good leader. Yeah, there's quite a few traits there that I can see you would need further coaching or training really to develop those over time. They're not something that you can snap your fingers right. and just download. <laughs> yeah, you, you learn as you go along. Yeah, it's like cultivation. Mm-hmm. And Patty, how does a good leader create leaders in others? A good leader meets their employees one-to-one to discuss personal development and anything else the employee wants to discuss. The supervisor and staff members create an action plan with goals and training courses through coaching, mentoring, and career development plan. And leading in a proven successful manner, the employee will be on a good career path of purpose. Even if they want to stay in their current position for the duration of their career, It is up to the individual to pursue their dreams and aspirations to be a good leader. Don't underestimate the importance of having a coach and a leader or a person in their life to assist them along the way, which I've said before, but this is important. Having a good leader to follow is priceless. Just think of the possibilities in the workplace if everyone had a good leader. Yeah, I can imagine that you would spend a lot of time in the workplace making up stories in your head Mm -hmm. that could be dispelled quickly if you had a leader to assist you instead of making up your own fantasies of how things are or how you think they should be. And for more leadership strategies, Patty has an online leadership course called Incredible Work-Life Balance Hacks for Busy Leaders. This mini course is for executives, aspiring leaders, managers, and supervisors who are crazy busy working 24-7 and want something more in life beyond their career. Seven easy hacks to create some personal life balance in this so-called busy life. To learn more, we'll have the link in the show notes. So these strategies that you've shared, Patty, these can be discussed with your workmates and your friends and see how you could put them to action to help build better relationships as a leader in your workplace. And I wanted to share uh, an experience from a member of my spiritual community dealing with bullying 
in their workplace. Mm-hmm. Well, she was able to meet with her co-workers. She was able to be a leader amongst her co-workers. She wasn't a supervisor, but she was a co-worker. And it reminded me a little bit of how Michael would bring everyone together when he was failing, actually, and struggling with his personal relationships. <laughs> so here's what my member in the community shared. There are several of us in the department who have been bullied by a colleague. And I had been subjected to bad treatment from this colleague for a few years. My younger co-workers reported the bullying colleague to our boss and one of them shared how bad she felt about constant friction at work with this particular colleague that we had problems with. I suggested to this young colleague that we pray for all of us, and they did. The next day after the group prayer, we were on our way to the clinic's meeting and we would split into smaller groups to connect via the internet. Suddenly, the colleague who most people felt bad about comes and asks me to sit down in the same room with her. I was not ready considering that we had avoided each other for quite a while. Still, I was glad the colleague wanted to be with me And another colleague who was hurt in the past from her also joined. And all three of us suddenly sat in the same room alone and had the meeting. During the meeting, I was in a constant state of gratitude that the divine had answered our prayer in this way. At the end of the meeting, the troublesome colleague wished me a good and pleasant day. And she felt just like another human being to me. And I went home with a deep heart expansion and openness. So, Patty, I was just wondering if you could reflect on that. Communication is so powerful. When we communicate in a thoughtful way to resolve and listen to both sides and come up with a solution together, the solution improves or the situation improves. I am so happy to hear that they sat down and addressed and discussed some things how they were feeling and everyone listened and wanted to change the working relationship for the better. I would recommend, I would sit down as a leader and open up a conversation of how people are feeling and what we can do to resolve it. A direct person, they don't know that they are coming across as a bully. If they are not told, how can they change? A good leader would address it. You have to have crucial conversations to change the environment for the better. It may be uncomfortable, but people need to communicate to resolve the conflict and feelings of hurt. The problem is people don't talk to each other. They talk about each other instead. Yeah, think about all the energy wasted. People are talking about each other. They're not talking to To each other. Yes. And a good leader could solve that quickly. Yes. Because people don't know how they're, they're coming across to others. Everybody has different backgrounds. Everybody has different communication styles. And you need to learn those communication styles to make the workplace a better place. And you have to talk about tough things with each other respectfully. Thank you, Patty. And thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Please share this podcast with others and give us a five-star review or clap 
on the Anchor Podcast app so more people can find and listen to our podcast. Thank you for listening to Building Better Relationships with Angela and Patty. Send us a message and please like or share the podcast or donate with the Anchor Donate button. We really value your feedback.